So, hey. Hey. I'm back. You are back. We're both back. Uh, I guess I guess in the interest of transparency, just kind of want to let everyone know what's going on. Um, I've been, like, mondo depressed lately. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's that happening in my life. And um, I've been, like, I had, like, been doing a lot of podcast stuff, and I felt like I was kind of getting near the point of burnout and, mm-hmm. you know, ounce of prevention, pound of cure, all that. Decided to take a couple of weeks sabbatical from all my shows. Um, but I'm back now. Trying to be a lot more uh, reserved about my appearances, uh, be less, uh, I'm trying to say yes to less guest spot offers, which mm-hmm. I'm getting, no, I don't get them, like, super frequently, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, batting them away with a stick, but, like, sometimes friends come to me and, like, hey, be on my podcast, and I, and I, my instinct is, like, yes, please, but now I have to be, like, mm, no. Yeah, uh, I think it was on, uh, Thursday we were recording, and or we were going to record something else and you were like, yeah, I have three podcasts to do today. And I'm like, Sarah, what did you just, what did you just learn? <laughs> Listen, it was just a happenstance. It just so happened that that was because that was because I, we had a wonder years and mm-hmm. I was returning from my sabbatical to, to Henry Kissinger. And I was also guesting on my friend Sarah's fashion podcast, which I had committed to a little bit earlier. Sure. Yeah. Before um, and I tr- I tried to space it out, but everyone everyone no one's ever a bit Thursday is like the only day that ever works out for Wonder Years. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so um, I also <laughs> the reason why we had to skip the Wonder Years this week is because we both me and Seda had computer problems, and I want to talk about my little adventure that had to deal. Yes, with Yes, please, um, please do it while I'm moisturizing my hands. Ooh. Um, I got some. I got some. Li- I got some uh, lilac scented stuff. Ooh. You know, Rochester, the Rochester, the Flower City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know why it's the Flower City. Anyways, go on. <laughs> so, um, so I thought my fan stopped working completely because I could. He- well, I could hear the motor clicking inside of it, but it wouldn't turn on. So things would get very hot very quickly, and this was happening for like four days. And I use my computer all day at work, so that was a problem. Um, oh. Yeah, because I work in design, so, like, or my internship is in design, so, like, I kind of have to be on Oh, I thought you would, I, I, I didn't know you landed an internship. I thought you were just doing work at one of the warehouses no, that you no, applied I mean, to. I mean, I, like, am, but also, no, I have an internship. That's just, like, a side gig. Um, oh, hell yeah. So you're, so you're finally getting paid to make, uh, to make char D, uh, shipping playlist art. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a good pull. <laughs> Some more... <laughs> Um, Mac Dennis, but that's fine. Um, Listen, I know you've been you've been on a Chardy train lately. I know this. I know this, and I love you. I, <laughs> I love you too. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, so I seem to recall a tweet where you specifically said uh, Char- uh, Mac Dennis breakup just leads to Charlie is everyone's boyfriend. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that's true. <laughs> um, Anyways, oh, we can we can talk about shipping at another time. Um, so, we, can, we need to just make like a, sh- a dedicated shipping podcast. I, okay, me and Seda have talked about that, but then we came to the conclusion that we would just still talk about shipping on our other podcasts because that's just kind yeah. of who we are as people. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, so this was a problem. I brought it into a Best Buy before work, um, and they were like, we can't figure out what the problem is. Bring it to this other Best Buy that's Apple certified. And I was like, okay. So I did that. And they were like, by Apple certified, we mean that we're going to charge you $40 to send it to the Apple store. And I'm like, Ugh. I was like, you know what? I could just do that myself. Or I could spend 30 bucks on a new fan. 
and replace it myself. Um, but I was like, you know what? Maybe that's not what's wrong with it. So I'm going to take it to a couple other places that um, are not major corporations, just like small stores. Um, mm-hmm. I took it to one in Apple Valley, or no, Lakeville. And he was like, yep, your hinge is broken, so I can't pop open the case on your thing, or else I could destroy your computer. And I don't want to do that. And I'm like, yes, that's what I like to hear. Fuck. So the last place I took it to, and this, I was like, out for like six hours at this point or something like that. Like I'd been driving for like all day trying to figure out this goddamn problem with my fucking computer so I could use it for anything. Um, and I went to the storefront and the storefront had like a little sign on it. It was like, store is closed, go to this address. And I was like, okay. I went to this address and I'm in a residential area. And I'm like, um, I don't see any like businesses around here. I hope this is the right address. And I double check it on his website and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this house that shares the address with the thing I'm doing. Um, I knock on his door and all these dogs come out and then he comes out from behind his garage and is like, oh, we were on the phone earlier. Come into my garage and I can fix your computer. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, um, he shot a bunch of compressed air into my fan and now it works basically is the moral of my story, but hell uh, yeah, it is. Okay. It is so hard. It should not be this hard to fix your computer, but it is, um, Listen, if you listen, Blair, maybe you just need to learn how to like build a computer like yours truly did to like get the real gamer experience. Yeah, but I don't play video games. I you play you play one video game and it's called Fallout New Vegas. I don't even I haven't even played that in well over a year, so I think you could Jeez. go as far to say as I do not play video games. This is fa- this is a fact, and I love you. Anyways, <laughs> you want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm gonna start recording now. Oh, good. That's what I like to hear. That was a joke. Yeah, no, I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I, I just didn't want you to be concerned, okay? <laughs> it wasn't very well thought out. I'm not smart. It's okay. number hey that's this is my turf i know i've been gone for two weeks so you kind of forgot but this is my territory bitch so back the fuck up oh i see how it is oh i'm always the one who does it except in absence you do it in my absence it's my job okay 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 you take it away then sarah that (laughs) why did you say my name like that sarah (laughs) i feel like i'm in trouble and you're like both of my parents and my principal Do a little podcast intro, Sarah. God. And also my high school bully now. (laughs) (laughs) Please, no Steppy. I won't Steppy. 
Welcome to Fear Bidding, everyone. It's your number one uh, Drake single uh, in the greater, greater Continental Union. Okay, so what's that reference? So the joke there is that Drake had a song called God's Plan, but this movie has a thing called Death's Plan. And death is like, if you think about it, death is like a god, the god of death. You know what? That's not the reach I would have taken. And it's a little, there's a, there's a couple stops you have to take before you can get there. It's, it, it's a bit of a long walk, but I think it paid off. <laughs> you know what? As long as I'm you Sarah. think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sarah. I'm <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. Let me put, let me say that the, let me, let me say that again. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was trying to imitate the way you said it to me. You said it to me like that, that one vine, like the, actually, Megan, I can't sit anywhere. <laughs> vine. Yeah. I have hemorrhoids. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> I'm Blair, but I don't have hemorrhoids. Hi, Blair. Um, so, so, your... Yeah, I'm back. Your return. Um, uh, we do shit. Okay, um... Hey, so hey. gay and horror news. What's the d- deal with that kind of thing? Uh, gay news. Is there any? Um, I mean, we we've, we've, can... we've entered we've entered Pride Month three. Yeah, we have. Um, uh, do you and I both continue to do that thing? Yes, that's good. Yep. Um I was thinking the other day about buying me uh, a, an umbrella with a le- with a lesbian flag design on it, but I cannot find that anywhere. Um, you might be able to custom make it. Yeah, I'm not very handy, but I might try my hand at that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, so I'm checking out upcominghorrormovies.com, upcominghorrormovies.web, upcominghorrormovies.zone. Dot biz. Dot biz. Um, there's the Fantasia, the, there's a post here about the Fantasia Film Festival from about a month ago that I don't think we went into, but I just want to talk about this one title, which is called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sam um, Elliott's in that, for oh. start, for just a heads up. He's the, he stars as the assassin, he's the star, he's the sniper who assassinated Hitler, and then the government contracts him to kill Bigfoot. Oh my god. Um, I kind of actually want to see that. I, just like... Yeah. A little bit, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, there's, uh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the sidebar over here on, uh, upcoming horror movies, and, uh, obviously up there is Friday the 13th Part 13, which is, like, not in, not confirmed, really, by much of anything. I mean, it's been confirmed, they have a director and everything, but it's in development hell, apparently. Oh, sure. Um, I thought there was already a 13th Friday the 13th, which Me was the too. shitty 2008 one. Um, I kind of... Like, the, the most, the quote-unquote most viewed on UHM is, uh, number one, Friday the 13th, part 13, which is not talked about. Uh, there's no details. Halloween, the remake that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evil Dead 4, which I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, it's on hold. There's mm-hmm. no official plot yet. There's Child's Plan here. Is that a remake that's happening? Um, I guess no. so. No? Yes, no? Uh, I mean, yes, but it, it's it's pre-pre-pre-production, pre, 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 pre tw- slated for 2019-2020. Someone had a dream uh, about it, so... Quote, quote, it's rumored to be a contemporary reboot that focuses on a group of kids that discover a, quote, technologically advanced doll that enters their world. So, what's the over-under on there being, like, at least four Pokemon Go jokes in this? I feel like Pokemon Go is a bit dated at this point, but, um... I don't know, it's having a resurgence. I guess, but, like, in the pop culture scene... 
Yeah, yeah, it's back in a major way. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's time to it's time for us all to Pokemon go to the polls. I see. I see. It's because of the election. I, I, I can't. Well, that and also I can't help but think I, I I can't help but realize that it's also been uh sort of booned by the presence of the newest leftism podcast, Grace the Nation, which is Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Oh yes, of course. So I think we've helped that a lot. Yeah. But anyways, the the one movie that's, that's sticking out to me is Slaughterhouse Rules, which is the new uh, movie that stars Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. Ooh. Which what I'm stars really excited Edgar about. Wright? Sorry, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Edgar Wright is not attached. Oh, I see. Which is a little unfortunate. Yeah. There, no. is, a kid, there is a kid on there. Uh, there is a kid on the cast, and his name is Azza Butterfield. Oh, good. That's which good, is like... Good, solid like, name. I, that's like a... <laughs> It's like those those Twitter accounts that are like as a black man, and it's like the most stock image, and it has like Getty images right over their profile picture. Mm-hmm. But like as a Butterfield, <laughs> what even is a Butterfield? Um, it's like it's when this person is really cute. They got a nice face. They got a nice butt. They got a nice body. But the field that's right behind their house is just in shambles. That was really funny, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, I made a joke. I mean, I saw it coming from like a mile away, but it was the payoff yeah. was still really satisfying. Yeah, there's also Hermione Cornfield, who's on the cast. What? So, a lot of fields. So the Butterfield is a cornfield. Hi, hello. There's a human being with an actual human name, Hermione. Um, yes. Sorry, her name is Hermione Cornfield, not Cornfield. Cornfield? Hermione Cornfield is, like, such a better name, and, like, I'm mad about it now, so. Yeah, it's her name. Unless it's probably pronounced, like, Corfield. Yeah. Because she's British. Right. Another thing about it, he's probably, he's probably as a Butterfeld, but. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we're laughing about people's last names now. Yeah, this is, um, highbrow comedy. I've been told. Highbrow comedy, to- a.k.a. bullying. <laughs> yeah. I've been told time and time again that, um. Uh, we have the most um, erudite takes and jokes. The most scholarly podcast on the net by far. Mm-hmm. Citations needed, more like citations p dead. Um, I think that's where the, that's what they're about to be when they listen to us. I think we just lost that uh, that ac- ac- uh, accommodation. You know, the the most scholarly podcast because of that stupid fucking joke you just told, Sarah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know Nima Shirazi was on the board of people making that decision. You should have. I didn't do my research. Uh, yeah. But dumb Tish, can you fucking believe um, that people like, give us monthly like donations on Patreon? I can't, and I'm, I can't believe that, and I'm honestly surprised that we still get like enough money to host these shows right. through Patreon. Oh my god. Patreon.com forward slash fear baiting. Patreon.com forward slash fear baiting. We've been kind of reticent about things, but we're kind of tumbling in a little weird direction because a lot's been happening this last few months. Yep. But I, and I know I say this like every time, but I feel like the dust is actually finally starting to settle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like just a little bit. Yeah. So like we should be a little bit better provided my mental health is able to stabilize a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, I mean, that's a pretty big provided. <laughs> Um, but, all that being said, I believe we watched a movie this week. We watched a movie this week. Finally, we went back to the first, the originator of the franchise, but the one that actually takes place chronologically, it's not chronologically the first movie. 
Is it not? No, it's not. The fifth one's chronologically the first movie. Oh, God, you're right. Because remember that scene at the end when the last surviving dude gets crushed by a, yes. a, a, a thing from the from Flight 180? Yes. Oh, my God. I fucking forgot about that. Yeah. It's so stupid. Stupid so franchise. <laughs> stupid. I know they... I, I know they, like, tied it into a circle, but, like, we need more. <laughs> we, as an, we as a nation need more. Because if, if our biggest franchise right now is The Fucking Purge, um, <sighs> I think we're doomed. First, it was such pretenders to the throne. We had Saw, we had The Conjuring. No, not The Conjuring. Um, the, you know what, Saw? The- Saw came out around the same time, and I think it just it has a, a different ethos, you know? And I think, I think the Purge is trying. What's the what's the what's the one movie, the one horror movie that came out like the late two thousands, where there's that like that scene where that like badly painted Darth Maul is standing behind that dude making a scary face. Oh, Insidious. Yes, Insidious, uh, Paranormal Activity. Uh, we've all had these fake pretenders to the throne, but we have not had enough Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah. We need. We just. We just need. It, all movies need to be Final Destination films. Really, like Manchester by the Sea, Manchester by the no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't mean we retroactively edit movies to become Final Destination. <laughs> final Man, fine, wait, Final Manchester Nation. Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean we retroactively retroactively destroy art. I mean, um, that was me trying to force myself backwards. Um, Final Destination Alien, Final Destination Aliens, Final Destination Alien 3, Final Destination Alien Covenant. You got a lot of mileage out of that one pun, so... Uh, I did! Um, I mean, we uh, we just need every movie, cancel all productions right now. Yes, yes. All movies coming out from this point forward need to just be sequels to Final Destination. Now this I can get behind. Mm-hmm. We get the nation's greatest minds working on this, like... Like... Y- <laughs> I've listened to a lot of The Good Place, the podcast lately, and for some reason the idea just popped in my head, like, a Mike Schur-directed Final Destination movie. There are so many direct... I want, I want, um, like... I want an Edgar Wright, I want Edgar Wright to do a Final Destination. I want Wes Anderson to do a Final Destination. I want Quentin Tarantino to do a Final Destination. I actually don't want that, but I'll watch it anyway. Um... I would watch it, yes. <laughs> I want, uh, I want, um, oh, who's the guy who directed Green Room? I can't remember his name. Oh, I don't know. I, has he, was that not his debut movie? No, he's done more. He's done, he was like, he did Blue Ruin. Um, Jeremy Saunier. Mm. Yeah, he's done, he's done, a, he's done a, yeah, he's done a Hamilton. Not, not the, not related. Not yeah, related. Different Hamilton. Um, Murder Party, Putty Hill, Septian, In Our Nature, Sea Girl Run, Blue Ruin, Green Room, and Hold the Dark. I've only heard of two of those. Yeah. Um, I want whoever directed Funny Games to do a Final Destination. Ooh, that's juicy. That's mm-hmm. juicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I want a John Carpenter Final Destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Reanimate Wes Craven's corpse and give him a Final Destination. <laughs> um... I want Spike Jones to do a Final Destination. Spike Jones Final Destination. Holy shit. Oh my god. I want uh, Hayao Miyazaki Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> give um, me... Give, please open his safe and find the Final Destination that Satoshi Kon did before his passing in 2008. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want... I just want all sorts of genre fuck Final Destination... Yeah. Uh, 
make one a movie musical directed by Chris Columbus. Um, oh, fuck, <laughs> yes. This is going to be so bad. Um, I don't want to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, um, then, like, a st- then, like, one of the stage lights comes. Ooh, it's like a musical that's about a musical. And, like, one of the stage... And, like, it's about, like, a bunch of shit that happens. Like, the crew accidentally is killing a bunch oh my, of people. And it's it's like High School Musical, but, like, Final Destination. Yes, yes. <laughs> Zach, Zach, it's the exact same cast as, as as High School Musical, but it's Final Destination. And everyone's really old. Yeah, uh, Corbin Blue is like 40. <laughs> um, I don't think that's very generous to them. Well, I guess we don't know when this is going to come out, so. Um. Yeah, hold on. Let me just look up how old Corbin Blue is. Yeah. Okay, Corbin Blue is only 29 years old. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, I guess I'm guesstimating in the next decade we'll get um, a Final Destination yeah. movie musical. Man, they actually, like, had actual kid-ass kids. They actually had, like, teens doing High, high School Musical. musical? Huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? Say what you will about Disney, and I will. But um, at least their shows had, like, actual childs in them. The yeah. When they're supposed to be childs. Well, Ashley Tisdale was, like, 22. Um, I guess that's fair, but also... Okay, okay, that, but also everyone... Okay, we're trying to talk about the first Final Destination movie, and I want to open up by saying that everyone in this movie looks like a fucking 25-year-old, even if they're 22. Yes. Um, Yes. Like, like, and they're supposed to be playing high schoolers and i could barely buy them as college. high schoolers i could barely buy yes. them as college students which i know is really normal for movies but it drives me fucking bananas all the time you know yeah i i get it i very much get it <sighs> um it is crazy making um okay we have literally talked zero about the plot of this movie um we yes. just walked okay. for like 30 so- minutes <laughs> This movie opens with an extremely long sequence of menacing photos of French books mm-hmm. and French artistry. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, there is some menacing French artistry there. Um, who did the painting that's on Roswell's lock screen? I can't remember. You know the painting I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that he is. The one of like the he's one of Spanish, uh, not French, though. No, okay, that but that's the art that came to mind when I like trying to remember what the art looked like. Um, what is that? That's art of, uh, Kronos devouring his sons, right? It's Saturn devouring his son. Um. Yeah, okay. And it's by, um, Francisco, uh, starts with a G. I took an art history class once. I don't remember. Francisco Gentleman. That's it. That's not it. Um, yeah, so. Francisco Gentleman by Psy. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Good reference. He's a mother Francisco gentleman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the Goya. fucking podcast. Frank Goya. God, I should have known that. I also took an art history course. <laughs> but you're younger than me, so you should know this. Am I, is my brain more, um, um... No, you would have taken it more recently, you dumbass. Well, I took my freshman year, so... Oh, yeah, fair. I took mine my... This is okay. We're where this doesn't matter. Um, this is really important. This is podcast. Oh, I actually never. I actually never finished the art history class. I dropped it after two weeks because of the sheer amount of reading and like essay writing I had to do in that class. Oh yes. Because like, I had to write like I had to read like a ton of paper. Like I had to read like a ton of like 
writing about these art history things and then write like a thousand word paper on it once a week. Oh my, a thousand, actually, you know what? No, That's no, no, not okay. anything. No. I'm an English major, so a thousand words is pretty standard. Um, for, for a weekly assignment? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What is that, like four pages? Yeah. I, I mean, it just felt like a lot. I mean, if you're not studying English, yes, that's a lot. But for me, not a lot. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so we meet we meet our hero, Alex Browning, who is going to go on a French trip. And he ties... He's, he's got like... One, what's the reason that he has that bag tag left on? Um, For good luck, I think he like... Something, something... There was like another plane... Thing, thing, and he survived. I don't know, but it's for good luck, you know. Yeah, uh, but he, he. So he goes to the airport. And we meet all of his friends. We meet. We meet Clear Rivers, which we'll get to that. We'll get to that later because we have a question about it. Well, what the fuck is that name? Um, like it's a bad one, right? Like, okay, a Rivers, fine last name. Clear. Clear. You're not an anime character. Hi, you're not an anime character. <laughs> you, you don't get to be named Clear. <laughs> someone's getting an EKG, so, or not an EKG. Someone's getting a uh, their 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 heart restarted in the hospital, and someone shouts Clear, and she just pokes her head, and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> clear, like that would be like if your last name was Waters, and your parents named you like Still. Still Waters. Um, they run deep. Yeah. Um. Um, stupid. It's, I mean, it's a stupid movie. Okay, I want to say that my first impression of this movie is the fact that it's, like, the tone is way darker than any of the other, like, sequels to it, and you explained well, yeah. why to me, and it's... Right, so the reason, the reason why is because, I mean, because this was never, this was not originally pitched as a movie. The spec script for this was an X-Files episode, so, like, this tone exactly matches that of like an x-files episode, like a middle of the season not really like super overarching plot relevant x-files episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like that it's just like that you remember that supernatural episode when uh someone goes back in time and stops the titanic crash from ever occurring so a time grim reaper has to go through, through the future and kill everyone who would have who would have died on the titanic and also their offspring i do not remember that but yeah, I, that happened. I'm thinking right now how there's been a lot of um, television shows, like serialized television shows, uh, that have episodes about the Titanic. Doctor Who had like two, if I recall correctly. Um, yep. Yeah, it's called "My Heart Will Go On." It's from season six. Oh my god. Hey, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. People are like, early season Supernatural is good, and I'm gonna say that. Uh, doubt. <laughs> Early season Supernatural is good if you're, like, drunk or high or watching it with friends for the purpose of laughing at it, because there is a racist truck in the first season. <laughs> we all we all know Mr. Racist Truck. Um, I, bring up, I bring up the racist truck every time, but it never stops being funny. It is crazy. Um... You can't, you can't do that. No, you can't. Well, they did. Not in the first season. Except, well, I actually think the first season is the only place you could get away with it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm not going to justify my answer, it's just, like, the feeling I'm having in my in my heart right now. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure. Am I valid? Y- you're valid, I'll, I'll give you that one. Thanks. 
What happens right. next? They're at the airport, so right? They go to the airport and they're like, uh, you gotta take a shit, bro. If you don't take a shit now, you'll you'll poop on the airplane. And then it, the girls will smell your farts and you'll, they'll be like, ew, I don't want to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, okay, there's a lot of waffling at the beginning of this movie, like a lot of it. Um, yes. It's a lot of like, oh, I'm supposed to care about... It's like, ooh, your writing is so funny, question mark. Um, it's, and it's just a lot of... Source needed. Source, citation needed, please. It's, it's Extremely a, yeah. citation needed. It's a lot of character building. And, like, I guess if you're going into this movie blind, that's fine. But as someone who knows that everyone or most of everyone is going to fucking die in this movie, I'm like... I don't care what their names are, if and I don't want okay, and they don't have archetypes, right? They're not archetypes, or not enough of no, archetypes. They're not. Like these characters are these char- We spend so we, I think we spend more time on these characters than in any of the other Final Destination movies, and we get less characterization than in any of the other Final Destination movies. Yeah, well, well, it's just like it's it's the the later Final Destination movies are great because it they they pick out like a jock, a prep. Like a goth, like just like high school, like click tropes. Um, yes. And and then that's all you need to know about them to care about them. But these are just humans, you know. These are just like normal ass people. Um, and I could not tell you any of their personality traits, to be quite frank. None whatsoever. I can remember the personality traits of like everyone in Final Destination three, most of them in four, most of them in five. Like, I just like this movie is so. <sighs> But again, this was an X Files spec script, so like they 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 didn't realize the level of trash they were churn- they didn't realize the trashy goodness they were churning out until after this one. And like you can kind of notice it because like in everyone except this one, there are like very explicit and discreet deaths of every character in the in like the big cataclysmic accident. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the highway accident, you see like you know a dude gets cru- like a log goes to the cop car and someone else like careens into a stopped semi truck a semi truck non stopped semi truck cr- slams someone else into like and a whole bunch of different deaths like the the roller coaster this happens the racetrack this happens and the bridge this all happens everyone dies like these discreet deaths and this one just the plane explodes and nothing really happens yeah we see someone's face melt off which is fun yeah we do see someone's face melt off yeah. But- I- that, but so then Alex Alex Browning and a bunch of people like seven people get off the plane, and Alex Browning and what's he like? What's the what's the prep's name? Is it Preston Jurston? Uh, your guess Corp, is really Corp, as good as Corbin? mine. I have a problem with these movies where I don't because because like I know they're gonna die. My brain is just like yeah, we're not gonna keep that information in your head, and I'm like that's fine. <laughs> um, Preston sounds about right. Carter. 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 Yes. Carter also sounds right. So yes. Um. So uh, they all get off the plane. And yes, um, they, they all get off the plane. We and we we have we have Alex Clear, Carter, Valerie. Uh, th- that's Miss Luton, the the teacher. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh hey. Uh. Do you know what the Do you know what the the two detectives the two FBI detectives names are by the way? Because I don't think we realize it. Hmm. One is called Wine, Wien, W-E-I-N-E. The other one is Agent Shrek. Hi. Hello. Excuse me? <laughs> His last name is S-C-H-R-E-K. His last name is Shrek. That can... I mean, I believe you, but that cannot possibly be right. <laughs> His name is Agent Shrek. Who's gonna say it? 
Don- Don- I'm not. Donkey. Don- Don- <laughs> but then we also we also have uh, Todd. We have Billy, who's played by Sean William Scott of all fucking people. Uh huh. And we have Terry. Yeah, that was weird. Whenever he was on screen, I was like, "Hey, hey, you're you're someone who you're someone who actually like has a career, right?" Well, I mean, Ellie Larder sometimes has a sometimes Ellie Larder is an actress who you see sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was Claire Redfield in the Resident Evil movies. Oh, I don't think I've ever watched those. Oh yeah, you're not a gamer. No, I'm not a video gamer. Yeah. But anyways, um, so they, uh, we, so we get off the flight and then we have like a really slow burn because like Ta, that we, there is a, an eagle, they, they unveil a statue of an eagle to commemorate the 39 students who, the 39 people who died on that plane. The 39, uh, the 39, uh, attendees at that school who died on that plane rather. And in any other Uh, movie, the eagle would have killed one of them. Absolutely. I, that is like the biggest Chekhov's gun I've ever seen in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, like, when they unveiled it, I was like, oh, yeah. But then nothing. Yes, me too. <laughs> nothing happens with it. Um, oh, my, like, and then they have a whole funeral sequence. There's so much crying in this movie, which is, like, um, I'm, like, which is another thing. It's, like, wow, I don't want to feel sad about anybody here because they're going to no. die. And I want to, like, get off to, you know? Like. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not strong enough. <laughs> Look, hey, I'm just being honest with myself and what with if you. Glenn, what if Glenn Howerton directed a, a Final Destination? He though? has no directing cap- capabilities. But Wait, has he not? Di- I thought he directed. Oh no, he's just a producer on Always Sunny. I'm yeah, con- I'm mixed um, up. I mean, he's a sometimes writer on It's Always Sunny. Um, but um, just a sidebar, uh, whenever he writes for It's Always Sunny, it's ma- mainly to get out his grievances about something that happened to him in his real life. Because there's a whole pl- there's a whole plot where Dennis gets shushed by someone at a bar. Um, and then the whole plot of the, the episode is him just like, like the gang just trying to get back at this person who shushed them. Um, because Glenn Howerton was shushed at one point and got really mad about it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, always sunny. Always so- is always sunny. This show where that like that piece came out a couple of years ago, where like some the where like the woman who had like helped propel Always Sunny to the network like got the sh- got shafted. Uh, I know nothing about that. Okay, I could be thinking of a different show. I gotta look into this because I'm this is ringing a bell, but it could definitely be something else that I'm thinking. As of. far as I know, Fred Savage was the one who like really championed It's Always Sunny. So okay, yeah, I'm probably confusing it with someone else. There's too many savages, in my opinion. <laughs> there's Dan Savage. There's Fred Savage. There's who's the other savage? Who's the savage? The kid who was on a uh, the kid who was on um, Full House in the episode where they talked about uh, child abuse. Um, was I that Fred Savage? I think that was Fred Savage. Full House. Uh. No, that might have been Ben Savage, though. Ben Savage. Savage is, like, a great last name, though. Can I be real here? It really is, but, like, Dan Savage can eat my farts. I mean, obviously, but, like, I feel like people with the last name Savage should be, like, at least 110% more metal at all times. 
Yeah, if you if you want to hear if you want to hear someone uh, named, with the last name Savage talk politics, listen to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die because one of the hosts has the last name Savage. But I'm not telling you which one it is because that's kind of doxing. <laughs> Don't dox your hosts. Um, are they metal as fuck? I would say that they're metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> then we start. We start. Everyone starts getting picked off, and the deaths in this one are fun, but they're a little bit uninspired. If I'm being honest, too many explosions, too much big things, not enough body mutilation. Yeah. Um, because like the, the the true experience of a final destination is, I don't want to see someone go up in flames. I don't want to see someone like get exploded unless it's like the, unless they like swallow a grenade and like blow up from the inside. I want to see that. I do want to see like, that. Hello. <laughs> like I want to see. Well, yeah, of course. But like I, I want to see like some some severe body trauma sustained, some severe body horror, like some deca- some some dismemberment of some variety. Like that's what I come to final destination for. I don't want to sound like a fucking freak here, but like that is what I want out of a final destination. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting with, like, the freak of freaks about death, so yes, absolutely. Like, like the, the worst deaths in these movies, are the ones that are hard to sit through, are the ones that are, like, the super, the, the ones that, like, they take forever to set up, and then they also take forever to actually, like, go from, like, the death, the killing has started to the killing has stopped. Like, I always think about the tanning bed one from Final Destination 3, which just sucks to watch, because you have to watch them die, those two girls die for, like, a minute and a half, um, and then... Yeah, no, but that was my first death sequence I ever saw. I watched it on TV, like, mm-hmm. when I was way too young to be watching something like that, and it stuck with me ever since. Um, I literally can't use a tanning bed because of that movie. Well, I have no interest in using a tanning bed in the first place. Well, yeah, that too. But every time I see a tanning bed on, like, TV, that's all I can think about. Yeah, um, but, like, that 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 one and the first death in this movie are all really, really slow burns. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of slow. There's a couple of slow burns in this movie. They're just like unpleasant. Like you like you want like the you don't want like the build up of you don't want like death to be like a slow process. You want to just see someone's head get lopped off like Sean uh, Sean Michaels whatever his name is Sean Scott whatever Dick is gets his head like, chopped off. But I feel like there's an artistry to the fake out, and the first death has a lot of fake outs. Well, yeah, no, the fake, the fake out I like. I like a slow burn. I like a slow buildup where you can't tell what it's going to be. I just don't like the fact that he trips and gets his neck caught in uh, the shower curtain and he, like, gets, he strangles for a minute and a half and just struggles and we have to watch that. And that's just unpleasant to watch. Yeah. So let's talk I, about... I, I, don't, I don't mind fake outs. There's a lot of fake outs. But, like, um, one of my favorite ones is in Final Destination 2 where the dude, uh, like, climbs down his fire escape well, after his hand gets stuck in a dishwasher, gets stuck in a garbage disposal. And then he, there's like six fake outs in that movie. Yeah. Or in that, in that, in that one particular death. Yeah. We have to watch the second one. Cause I, now that you keep topic, talking about it, I'm like almost positive that I've never seen it, which is like a crime against humanity. Oh yeah. Alex and Cleo are in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of love that they have like plot connectiveness cause it like, like it's that level of serious, like you don't need to have this to make it a good movie, but you did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, um, so Todd's the first one to die, and there's, like, four fake-outs, and then he gets strangled by a shower curtain. Mm-hmm. And, um, death is a lot more, like, obvious with his presence in this movie than I feel like he was in the other ones, where it's, like, the other one's a lot of, like, a brief shadow passing or, like, a sudden gust of, like, a sudden uptick of wind. And this shit's, like, hey, here's a full-force gale, and also, like, your tea kettle is black now. I made your tea kettle black by being death around it. yeah. Um, which is on the nose, but uh, on the nose in a way that I appreciate. Um, I just, these movies have, even this first one, like, we're being a little hard on it because it's, like, doesn't really come, like, doesn't really compare to, the, like, the later ones, but it does have, like, the, um, an amount of camp to it that... Oh, yeah. Um, 
my my always my my number one go-to comparison like modern comparison is going to be the purge movies the purge movies have zero camp zero campiness to them um yeah which is i think their major failing failing as like a franchise because um there's no over-the-top ridiculousness at all um but uh this over-the-top ridiculousness is like even if it's a like a, a a too dark tonally final destination movie like the ridiculousness is built into the core conceit of the movie. So yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, I, I I just like I'm thinking right now just about one of the other Final Destination movies, and one of my one of my fa- one of the favorite ca- like pinnacles of camp for me in the other movies is um when that Glenn Howerton looking motherfucker in Final Destination three. Uh, He's really on Ian... your mind, isn't he? Why? What do you mean? You've re- you've referenced Glenn like three times now. I I mean yeah fair but like I, I watched this movie with Andrea while kind of stoned a, a week ago and the dude does kind of look like Glenn Howerton like a little bit I'm gonna grab a picture of him for you okay um but um there's a scene there's a scene when like they're at the end of the movie uh when they're talking about when like at the end of the movie at the big at the big carnival explosion scene the like. Ian, the character, says, like, I cause your death. They say the words cause your death or cause my death, like, 50 fucking times, and it's it's so campy and so stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This has kind of become, like, our it's, um, um, uh, Final Destination franchise review podcast episode. Um, so do, do we just want to, like, uh, go through, like, the deaths real quick? Um, uh, yeah. Let me just grab this picture of, e- of the character real quick and just let me show you what... Because he does look like Glenn Howerton is the thing. I just need to prove this to you. You know who else kind of looks like Glenn Howerton? Look at this motherfucker. He looks like a baby Glenn. Um, I see it in, like, the forehead region. He, 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 it, and it looks nose. a lot more, it, it looks a lot more like Glenn in motion. Okay. You know who also looks like Glenn Howerton? Todd fucking who? Howard. <laughs> he does! Um... Yeah, Todd uh, Todd Howard looks like a, a poor man's Glenn Howerton. Um, yeah. So the next death is one of the most iconic ones in the franchise, in my opinion, is when Terry said you can just drop fucking dead and then gets creamed by a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That, yes, I, I love a good bu- bus death because there there's something about the suddenness of it is, like, perfect comedic timing always. Yeah, that one in the uh, that one in Final Station Four where the where the black guy is like, well, who's next? And then just a fire truck comes out of nowhere and just murders him. Yeah, no, it's great. It's always the best punchline. Um, it is murdered by a bus. Um, yeah, as if uh, a but, bus can but, have. But like, you know, forethought on killing something, it's fine. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, but the other uh, thing that really makes this death is that it's preceded by, like, everyone convening in the same place. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is, like, they're, 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 drink- they're like, uh, Alex and Clear are drinking coffee at a, uh, 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 at a cafe, and it's got tablecloth on it, which who can afford to drink? Well, you, you asked this, but, like, who can afford to drink, to drink coffee at a place with tablecloth? Have you ever seen a cafe with a tablecloth on it? I have, and the coffee cost me twelve dollars. Really? <laughs> Not actually, but like that was a joke. <laughs> but I have, I have drank in a tea house that ha- that did that in Canada, and the tea was the tea was very good, but it was very expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. No. 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 Like a tea house that makes sense. A cafe where you eat, drink coffee, and maybe some like a shitty crumbly scones. Um. No. 
There's a, there's a really good line here where uh, clear where Alex is like zoning out and clear is like well, we're seeing signs and everything. Coffee starts with the C and ends with an E. That so does choke. Does that mean we're gonna choke? Yeah, it's dumb, stupid. Yeah, but um, so uh. Everyone gets fucking... Everyone is there. Every one of the survivors from the plane is there, and they're all fucking mad. And uh, this is just after they met Tony Todd, who... Oh, God, such a good actor. Tony Todd, I'm so glad he was able to make it... Like, I'm, I'm so glad he's, like, managed to remain relevant after Candyman. Mm-hmm. Tony Todd is just one of the best fucking actors. He's just, like, so fucking big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's... It's, <laughs> it's great. Um... It's, it's, I think the first, like, the only time we get an actual personification of, like, death. Well, right? we get it in two, he's in three movies, he's in three of the five movies. Is he really? I don't remember him at all in the other ones. Yeah, he's in, he's in one, two, and five. And five is the one I've seen the most, so I don't know what I'm smoking. That's fine, though. Um, five, you're talking about the one with the bridge explosion, right? No, five. The bridge collapse? Five is the one with the, is the one with the, um, the race course. No, that's four. Is that? That's four. The Final Destination. Is that yes, four? Yes, that's number four. That's four. What the fuck? How is The Final Destination number four and not number <laughs> I know, five? and then they did Final Destination five. And that's the one that ends with the dude getting hit by the, with, by the, the, the airplane exploding above him and dropping the engine on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Anyway. <laughs> so it's for, the, it's for the one you've seen most, then? Yes, it's for. Um, okay. God, I can't watch four too much because of that really, really awful death where the dude gets his ass sucked out through his butthole like a fucking Chuck Palahniuk novel. Yeah, that one is um, pretty hard to get through, yeah. So. Yeah. If you've, yeah if, if you've ever read Guts, I'm sorry. And if you haven't read Guts, don't. Yeah. <laughs> so do that's you, a good... Do you know, do you know people, like, do you know, like, there's 30 people who have fainted at public readings of that story? I have, did not know that, but that does not shock me. Well, no, it's not because of how gross it is. It's because at the start of the story, uh, Chuck Palahniuk says, hold your breath, don't let it go until the end of the story, don't worry, it won't be long. And people actually try to do it. Oh my god. <laughs> stupid. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. People are so stupid. Um Yes. But anyway, so we should we should pick up because we're at the forty five minute mark of our podcast. Yeah. Okay. So um, other death. Um, we get uh, then the teacher dies, Miss Mrs. Miss Luton, mm-hmm. uh, who like her she uh, she she pours herself a cup of vodka on on the rocks, which is um, I mean I just don't like vodka, but that sounds like, horrible. I, the thing the thing is that I like vodka and I couldn't imagine doing that. Yeah. Vodka goes in a mix or in a... Sh- vodka goes mixed with something else or it goes with... A- it goes down as a shot. It do- you do not have it on the rocks. Vodka yeah. is not a... Si- vodka is not a sippy drink. Well, I mean, it is if you like martinis. Well, okay, yeah, that's the one exception. But that's... that's mi- that, that mixes with something else. It's like it's not just like pure... Like, scotch on the rocks, whiskey on the rocks, okay. Tequila on the rocks, I can't follow you there, but like, I can kind of get it. Vodka on the rocks? Yeah, just vodka on the rocks. Just yeah. vodka, no vermouth, no no nothing, no olive, no nothing. Mm-hmm. No, I can't follow you down. God, I could fuck up a martini right now, though. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so she does that, and she drips a little bit onto her computer, which causes it to explode and propel the glass in the monitor uh, out and into her neck. 
I'm. This is the most like. Imagine if the real world worked like this. Death ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like okay. First of all, dripping water, dripping water into computer. Obviously, dripping water into computer monitor. Obviously bad. Not like not like causing explosion bad. Two, even if it was, like, causing explosion bad, I cannot imagine, like, you would have to have, like, a stick of dynamite in the computer monitor for it to propel, to for it to exert enough force to propel a shard of glass into someone's neck that deeply. And not just, like, kind of give out a big puff of smoke and then fizzle out, right? Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, you can That's start an electric, like, you can start an electrical fire, but you can't, it's not gonna blow anything up because there's not fucking explosives in your computer, there's not gasoline in your monitor, you, no. You don't, right, you don't fuel your computer um, at the fucking Super America. Um, well, maybe she did. Maybe that was a deleted scene that she, like, doesn't know how computers work, and so she pours, like, a big thing of gasoline into it before the scene starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh, my computer's running a little bit slowly. Let's put some juice in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. I'm, but I'm anyway, a- so, like, her house basically explodes at the same time Alex is uh, getting interviewed by, by Agent Shrek. <laughs> Mr. Um, Shrek. Mr. Shrek. Wake up, Mr. Shrek, Mr. Shrek, Mr. Shrek, Mr. By himself, he's so in Shrek. I mean, damn, did you even see Shrek 2? Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Shrekuation. Shrek morning. Ooh. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Kanye West, anyone? Okay. Uh, so, uh, Alex is... Uh, 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 Miss Loughton's, Miss Luton's house explodes uh, when a knife, first a knife falls off the counter into her chest and Alex comes in and is like, oh shit, I gotta help. And then uh, an explosion in her oven happens, which knocks the chair over, which shoves the knife even deeper in. And he just like grabs the knife and pulls the entire thing out and like holds it for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, actually like, so I told you about this and I'm like, you see a dead body with a knife in it. It's not even thinking about, like, oh, I could be framed for this murder. Your gut instinct is, okay, they're dead. There's no part of your brain that is like, ooh, let me just help them out a little bit by removing the thing in their chest. No, they're dead. That ship has they're, sailed. They are D-E-A-D dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, the main, like, quote-unquote plot of this movie is that, like, they think, um, uh what's his face is like murdering people and they're trying yeah, to catch Alex. him for it um i mean that's that's not an uncommon threat i think that was seen in four it was seen in one of the other ones yeah yeah um it's 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 it takes up maybe, a lot maybe, of screen time though maybe agent shrek makes a return that we don't know about mm-hmm. um and then um then there's one there's another death of the train tracks or not yes. even di- no, because, fake out death, because, right? Because uh, Carter is like, he's like, I can't die because I'm not next in line. And then Billy is like, actually, you are next in line. And Carter's like, fuck, I'm just going to park myself on these train tracks and let it happen. Yeah. And then every- and then uh, Alex pulls Carter out of the the car. And then uh, Billy's like, I'm, never, I'm not going to die. Stay the fuck away from me. And then a piece of metal comes and cuts his head in half and it fucking owns. Yeah, that's 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 dope. Absolutely uh, iconic death. Okay, and then the, the next one, or the next... Like, every Final Destination to me has a very iconic death. Because for the first one, it's that. It's... it's. Hold on one sec. Sure. 
Um, so as I was saying, there's like a there's like an iconic death for me in each of the Final Destination movies because for one, it's that it's Sean William Scott getting his head cut in half. For two, it's probably that one where the dude gets like sl- like cut into a billion pieces by like some flying wire. Mm-hmm. Um, for three, it's almost certainly the one where I mean I I, I hate saying it, but it's the definitely the suntan this tanning booth one because mm-hmm. that one is just like that one I just cannot get rid of in my head. That's in the same movie um, as the one who cr- the one where the the weights. Yes, like, it's yeah. a close. It's a close contest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four, four is the one with the lawnmower. Or, or no, four is obviously the butthole. The butthole suction one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Though uh, the one where the dude gets uh, the dude is revealed to be completely made of meat after a uh, jet propulsion knocks him into a, uh, a wrought iron fence. I fucking love Final Destination Four so much. <laughs> I'm just thinking. It's about so it. good. And then uh, I'm trying to remember what five was, but five is like. Probably the one where that dude just, like, ran... Oh, no, no, it's the gymnastics one. It's the gymnastics one. Oh, the gymnastics one is a work of art. It truly is. Perfect cinema. Anyways, so, Sean William Scott, and there's only three left. There's only Preston, Clear, and Alex. And, or, no, not Preston, Carter. God damn it. He's such a prep, I keep calling him by a preppier name than he already has. Mm-hmm. Um, so, now they know that Clear is up next, and Alex has taken, like, some severe precautions. He's not, like, eating anything, not, like... He's barely, he's eating cat food, basically. Yeah. He's not drinking anything. He's not like, he's using gloves. He's got like no light or anything. And then Clear's house basically comes under siege by death and she gets trapped in a car that's going to, that's both on fire and electrocuted at the same time, but she's not getting shot because she's grounded by the car tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alex basically grabs the wire and it, it, there's an explosion and it gets, he gets thrown and he doesn't, he dies, but only for like two seconds, mm-hmm. which you'd think would like throw a wrench in death's plan, but apparently not. That doesn't count as a skip if you kill them temporarily. Yeah. But, um, so then they, um, then they go, fast forward like three-ish months, they, they get on a plane, which, I mean, my first thought was, I can't believe they're not on a no-fly list, but to be fair, this was before 9-11, yeah, so yeah. like... Oh my god, this movie um, is the most pre-9-11 movie ever. It so is, but, um... Yeah, oh my god. If this was like there's no way this there's no way this movie could have happened with like the way the deaths happened in pre-911 because like the, as soon as the kid shouts that there's like a uh like the plane's going to explode like that's like you are, he is just going into severe government lockdown patriot act shit. That kid Alex Brown, if this movie what happened 2 years later Alex Browning would have been waterboarded. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and so they go to the end, and then uh, Alex is like, oh shit, I'm, I haven't been skipped over yet. I, there, I'm gonna get, I might get hit. And then he, a, a big ass sign starts swinging down and it almost hits him, but, but Carter knocks him out of the way and onto the ground. And then Carter stands up and is like, I told you, you were next. And then he's like, but wait, who's next? Even though they just had a five minute conversation about the fact that after Alex, uh, Carter is gonna be next. And then the sign comes swinging back from the other way and it cuts to black as soon as it clonks him. And that's Final Destination. Yep, that's it. That's the movie. Um, On a scale of zero to five murderous buses, how many are you giving this? I'm gonna give this one a solid three murderous buses. Um, I think this, I think this jumps. I think this is a three for me as well. I I feel like it's a little bit better than above the actual average, but um, I just think that like, I, I just think that like he, it just is missing a genocide quality that the that's really present in the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I give it a three because it started such a fantastic franchise, but it's, like, yeah, it is it's, it is mes- missing that little something that, like, really catapults the rest into, like, fucking amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, questions? questions? Yeah. Uh, so, we got three questions this week. Wow. Three questions. We got, actually, I think we have even more than that. Hold on. Um... 
So this question from at Mike's Love Rabbit on Twitter, Kay. Uh, do you think a horror movie is made better or worse by having an antagonist that literally cannot be conceivable, cannot conceivably be overcome or stopped? I think the thing that makes these interesting is that, like, in every one, they have, like, a, a slightly different method on how to, quote-unquote, beat death. Mm-hmm. And, like, every, and the, the, I mean, it's just, like, it's, it's extreme shot in Freud because, like, you see them be like, okay, we can beat death if we get it to skip us, and you're, and you're just like, no, you, you, as the audience, know, no, right. yeah, that's not how that works. Right, exactly. Um, I actually don't think it hurts a movie at all. I, I don't, um, I think there's, there's definitely, um, there's, and I, I actually think it, it helps the movie because like, I'm not looking, I'm not watching horror movies to like root for the good guys. Sometimes I am. Sometimes. Well, sometimes I am, which this is, this is a different discussion because I, I mean, this is one of the reasons that Home Invasion is like one of my favorite genres because the good guys win so often. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm here standing for the monster. Uh, most of the time, um, so like, I, my favorite shit is when like someone thinks they like, like beat it all, and then they get fucked over, which happens a lot in these movies. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I appreciate that. Um, I, there's definitely exceptions to the rule, and I think you know it just depends on like the quality of the writer, which is yeah, a nothing definitely. answer, but you know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh- at Sprite underscore underscore Pepsi wants to know, if you had to choose a convoluted final destination for yourself, what would it be? Now, I think in order to prevent us from having to, like, theorize our own Rube Goldbergs, I think we should just, like, insert ourselves into one of the deaths in the franchise and just work from there. Um... Because I think the one that I, I think there's one that fits both of us best, and I don't exactly know what it is. I think you would be the goth girl in the third one that gets uh, her head pumped full of nails by a nail gun. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I think I might be the na- the no name girl in three who gets a sp- who gets like a giant flag through her stomach, but oh because God. of a horse. God. <laughs> God, I love these fucking movies. We're valid. We are so valid. Um, or I might be the one that dies in the car wash. Ah, I don't go to the car. I don't use. I don't use the car wash. Yeah, who- okay, we're millennials. Who washes their car? I've done it. Okay, I do it like once a year. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like do it. Du- do it like during winter. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then this last question from... Hold on a second. I just gotta... I gotta pull it up on my account because I know it's from Mike, who Michael, who is uh, currently locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Michael wants to know why the fuck they call it Final Destination if there were squeakles, which is a very valid question, and I would like to direct you to uh, the director of Final Fantasy, and you can ask that question of him, and I'm sure he's never heard it before. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and talk to Nomura and, Nomura, and I'm sure he'll be able to help you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, also, oh yeah, Tumblr user Dork Phoenix wants to know, it is never brought, it's never brought up that Ali Larder's name is Clear Rivers. Are people called Clear? Is she a bastard from the Riverlands? And this gives me a unique perspective because Alex, a uh, friend of the show, host of the show over on HKIP, lives in the UK. And like, I, like, one of the thoughts that I had to myself was like, maybe it's like a thing over in like Europe or something. I don't know. And, but like, no, to, to hear from a, from, to hear from a real British person that no, no one fucking is named Clear. It's like that, that. The only person I've ever known who's been named Clear was not a person, was an anime character in uh, a dating sim, um, and that's that's. Oh it. my god, that's that's where I know that name from. It's from DMMD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, mm-hmm. you can't make me think of DMMD in 2018. I'm always thinking about DMMD. So, uh, don't you fuck your dog in that game? Um. Well, as a human. So okay, your dog turns into a human being. Yes. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. 
What was Clear's deal? I remember everyone's deal was that, like, they were some kind of, like, murderer person, basically, no. right? No. Okay. Clear was a robot. Don't you wind up on someone's operating table at some point in a bad end? Yes, I think so. Okay, great. Great game. Uh, anyways, you want to move into recommendations? It is. Um, so my recommendation this week is going to be, it's a video game. Um, I was talking to my friend Ace the other day, and I was like, man, I need a new Splatformer to play. Because I, I had finished The End is Nigh, I'd 100%ed Celeste, I'd been working through Super Meat Boy, and I'd kind of hit, like, not necessarily a wall, but just the point at which, like, I knew I can finish it, I just don't really want to. And he was like, oh, you should play Flywrench. And I was like, what the fuck is Flywrench? And he just said, play Flywrench. Okay. And... Uh, so I checked it out. It's online for free, but you can buy it on Steam for like six bucks too. Uh, it's by the same guys who make Nidhogg. Um, the, and it's, it's this, um, this 2D game where it's very simple looking. It's like, it's, it's an, it's an exercise in minimalism almost because you play as this spaceship that is just like a, a white rectangle and you can press A to turn yourself into a like, uh, a tall rectangle that is red and go through red go through red go through red lines mm-hmm. and you can press x to turn yourself into a spinning green rectangle that can go through green lines and that's pretty much the entire game it adds mechanics every time you enter a new world but that's about it the music is phenomenal it's all break core there's like baths and daedalus and some other big names on there mm-hmm. um and it's very difficult but like it's a difficulty that like it's extremely fair it's a difficulty that i was like okay I don't think I ever had a death in that game among my, like, four or five thousand deaths because it is just, like, instant restart. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a single death that I was like, oh, that was the game's fault and not mine. Right. Like, and it's just, it's extremely good. The music slaps, the music is Slap City, and I'm excited to go back and play some more of it because I want to improve my time of four hours to beat it. Oh, yeah. Um, my recommendation this week is a book that I have read before and I'm rereading because... I don't know. I'm rereading Good Omens. Um, I know that. Yeah, I know the TV show is gonna come out at some point in the near future, but I'm probably not gonna watch it because, like, I don't don't care about the cast. So that's fine. Um, but 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 um, the book remains fucking amazing. As I was like f- binging it yesterday at, on like while um, I was on a car trip. So uh-huh. um, uh, if I it just like biblical apocalypse if that scratch like scratches an itch for you like 100% like you have to read it it is so good it's so funny um and it's um deliciously homoerotic so yeah hell yeah (laughs) okay Uh, that's it for podcast uh if you want to find us on twitter at uh uh, uh, at fearbaiting, uh, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, where we, I've been trying to post it there a little bit more frequently, um, uh, patreon.com slash fearbaiting, and thank you very much to our, one dollar a month you get access to, uh, early, you get early access to the episodes, and also, uh, any bonus content we might do, which we're still kind of starting out two years into this fucking podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but we also, like, do, like, voting there, which I'm trying to get back in the rhythm of, because... That was a thing that we've been trying to implement. Uh, Five dollars a month, you get a message right on the show, and uh, ten dollars a month, you get uh, you get to make us watch a movie of your choice. Make us watch whatever the hell you want. So thank you very much to Kit, Sophie, the cool Sophie, Paul Bechtel, and uh, I'm trying. I'm going off entirely off memory. I don't want to fucking open up Patreon to remember who the fifth person is. Did you Did you uh, think Kit? I thought I thanked Kit. Uh, Paul Bechtel, <clears throat> the Sophie, the cool Sophie. Um, 
Oh, fuck it, I just, I gotta, I guess I gotta open Patreon. Oh, I, I did it last week. I totally did it off the nog last week. Yeah, because you did, you did, you did it so well last week because you just, like, rattled it off in order and I just went completely out of order. Yeah. So this is my fault. Oh, is it Michael? It's Michael, right? Michael! How could I forget Michael? Michael. Um, hell yeah. Hail Satan and hail you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter, blairkitch.tumblr.com. That's it. Basically. Hell yeah. Uh, if you want to check me out on Twitter, at SunHatZenya. That's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Tumblr, Chiesachnakas. Uh, Twitch.tv slash SunHatZenya, which is where I'm streaming. My other podcast, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. And our sister podcast, The Wonder Years. It's a good oh, podcast. Yeah. We got we got an episode coming out next week, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back again next week with a new episode. Uh, and until then, uh, I'm Sarah. I am Blair. And remember... Uh, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Just any fucking where. Just a- a- I, anywhere. Bye-bye. Like in, your, like in your doorway. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Cool popular text poster reference.